If you're ready to unlock the potential you know is inside of you and take your business to the next level, then this is the podcast for you. We are Blessed Mama Bosses. Kelly Hoover and myself, Blair Critch, are here to share with you our daily tips, strategies, and the things that we have learned over the past few years building a $1 million plus organization. Why are we so passionate to help everyone else earn the same skills? Because we truly believe you can have it all. Yes, you can have an amazing family. You can continue to walk in your faith and still have a six-figure business. You just need to find boundaries, time management, skills, strategies, and duplicate, duplicate. So we are here to share all the goods with you. Get to know us a little better by listening to our very first episodes of Blessed Mama Bosses podcast. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, Blessed Mama. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you hitting that snooze button way too often or reaching for multiple cups of coffee? Don't worry, we have you covered. Check out the system that Kelly and I both use to have all-day sustainable energy to help with our digestive health, sleep, as well as keeping your antioxidant health up. Listen, this is a premium lifestyle system. It's here to help you experience peak physical and mental levels. It is three simple steps every morning that's changed millions of lives, including Kelly and mine. So we want to make sure we help you as you are trying to build your business to six figures and beyond. As you're trying to help your family and others, we want to make sure that you're helping yourself. So reach out to us at blessedmamabosses at gmail.com with the subject line, free sample, and we'll get you set up with a free three-day sample. We want you to feel, look, and be your best. Hey there, Blessed Mama. Welcome to today's episode 129. Today, Blair and I are going to be sharing exactly how two successful network marketing mamas get it done throughout the week. And yes, we're talking about business. Yes, we're talking about our personal life. And we're really just going to be real and raw with you. This is a question that has come up in our community. It's a question that we get from our personal friends. It's a question that we get from our teams. And that is, how do you get it all done? You seem to have a balance. You seem to spend time with your family and you have a growing business. So we're actually going to break it down how two moms, we both have two kids. We are both wives. Um, Both of our husbands have very busy careers. We own multiple businesses. And guess what? Our faith and our self-care are extremely important to us. Taking care of ourselves and our faith are really coming very, very first and top priorities. But how do you do it all? So many women out there think that something has to give. You think that you cannot manage it all. This word of balance sometimes scares people. And balance doesn't have to mean 50-50. It doesn't have to mean certain things. But yes, you can manage it all. And we're going to just really jump into what our weeks look like. And yeah, we're going to break down our weeks. We're going to share with you what a week looks like while our kids are in school. And then we're also going to share with you a week what that looks like maybe over the summer. So Blair, I'm going to kick it over to you and share a little bit about how you break down your week and and how do you manage your family, your kids, your busy life and your self-care and faith as well. 
Absolutely. So this is going to be, it could be a little boring for some of you. And for some of you, you're going to be like sitting at the edge of your seat. So excited, right? It depends on like what kind of brain you have. And if you like the details, right? So the detail people, you're going to be so excited. Okay. So I'm going to kind of break it down. And Kelly, this was, this idea was because somebody asked Kelly for this. So if I'm going in the wrong direction, just honestly interrupt me. Don't feel bad. Okay. So I'm going to break down my week for you guys. You all know that Kelly and I both sit down on Sunday nights with our family and go over our calendar, right? But first I go over my calendar with myself and then I go over my calendar with my family and then I fill in any extra space that is available. So the things that always go on my calendar that are like non-negotiables. And by the way, you can get our master your time breakdown and you can see the sheet of like exactly how I do this. And we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can grab it if you've never gotten it. Or maybe you've gotten it before, but it's been a long time since you've seen it. But I actually highlight as well. So when I look at my calendar, I know what I'm spending the most time on, right? And where my blocks of times are for my business and things like that. So first and foremost is, every single morning, 7am non-negotiable during the week is our morning devotion. So I like to wake up an hour before that. So I have time for my morning routine, which includes my gratitudes. It includes my quiet time with the Lord. It includes my breathing. I've gotten really good at doing breath work, which is a form of meditation and really important to me and my recovery from cancer, keeping my body stress-free as much as you can. (laughs) So those are kind of the things that I do. I do that pretty much that first 30 minutes that I wake up, right? The second part of my 30 minutes from 6.30 to 7, I will take 6.30 and it's literally on my calendar, just check emails really fast. So I kind of like to just go in, make sure there's nothing important, especially from the school or from somebody on my team. And I just check those really quick. If I'm moving a little faster, I might even check my Facebook messages, okay? But by 6.35, I'm in the kitchen. I'm helping to make breakfast. I'm helping to make lunches. We are sitting down at the table at seven, all four of us for devotions. So all that time is blocked off. Then once the kids are off to school, I try to exercise if that's possible for the day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to yoga, hot yoga from 8.15 to 9.15. So Tuesday mornings are Bible study. So every single Tuesday is blocked off from 8 to 9.30 a.m. On Thursdays, I just go for an hour walk. So whatever it is, you know, that's blocked off right away. Then when I get home, I actually don't even do shower next. Like, so for example, my Monday would be 8.15 to 9.15 yoga, come home, and then I get right into an hour of IPA. Now, what is that for me? That is checking my Facebook messages first so I don't get distracted if I haven't already done it for the day, okay? I just check in, my team needs me, whatever they need, I just get that done right away. Then I move on to what's next. So for me, that is Facebook groups spending 10 minutes in two different groups. So that's a 20 minute chunk right there. Then I spend another 20 minutes, just what I call massaging Facebook. So I'm in Facebook. I might be doing three, two, one on people's pages. I might be engaging in my customer group, things like that, right? Then I put up my post for the day on Facebook. Then I do a 30 minute block on Instagram And I do Instagram every other day because I just don't really enjoy it. And so I have found that I can do it every other day and there's really no difference for me. So that's what I do. I'm on Facebook every single day and I'm on Instagram every other day. So if it was the other day, then I would also have a 30 minute block for Instagram. Okay. But no matter what, I am checking my messages every day on Instagram. And then throughout the day, a little time tip that I've started to do is I have a 30 minute block in the afternoon before I pick up my kids. And I'll tell you what I do in between that, but I have a 30 minute block before I pick up my kids where I just check and add stories to my Instagram 
Instagram. So I might have put a story in the morning and then I add more to my stories in the afternoon. So throughout the day, I might be taking some little clips or videos or pictures, right? Maybe I took a picture while I was at hot yoga. And so I'm going to, you know, put that up when I have that little block of time. And that's also when I check my emails again is when I'm waiting in line for pickup. I get in line at 2.30. My son doesn't come out till three. So I'm checking my emails and things like that. Now, that chunk of time, that hour of income producing activity after I worked out, after that, I'm taking a shower, I'm eating some food, right? And that time I am business free. That's a gift that I started giving myself this last year. I used to eat while I was working all the time. And now I'm really just trying to stop and enjoy that moment. So maybe I watch, I might watch something like a motivational video or I might watch a training, or I might just sit in complete silence outside and eat my lunch, right? So it's kind of different each time. After lunch, that's when I have a one hour block of time to get busy with my customers. It might only take me 10 minutes, but if you were listening two weeks ago, when we were talking about blocking, I always over cushion that. So if I put down that I'm going to spend an hour on customers, and then the next day I spend an hour on promoters. So I go every other day with that, and it might only take me 10 minutes. I might only have a couple of new customers that I need to check in with. And I've already checked in the week before with my auto ship customers. So like, I don't really have much to do today. Great. You know, and then that time I can go do something else with that. Right. I also on certain days of the week, I will have time slotted for coming up with content ideas. I used to do it all on Sunday and I just decided like, for me, I'm more creative throughout the week because I see things and they, they kind of you know, inspire me. And so I spend that time doing that as well. I also try to stop by two o'clock and either go for a quick walk or do some breath work before I get in the car at 2.30 to then go to the school, sit there for 30 minutes in the line. I do that on purpose. So again, I could check my emails and maybe add to my stories and do things like that, right? So then I want to, I have time to block off from three to four is non-negotiable. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not working. I'm hundred percent focused on my kid. I'm either taking him to a practice or I'm taking him to work out or I'm taking him home and making him a snack, whatever. Okay. Then every evening is obviously different based on my kids' activities, but if I can possibly fit in some work blocks in the evening, I do. When my kids are younger, I worked every other night. Now it's kind of fitting things in when I know I can, and I have a list of things that are not my income-producing activities, but are still important to my business. And so I'll kind of go through those lists as well. And then in the evening, I really try to shut everything down and do what I call a bookend by 8 p.m. So that means I'm in my office making sure I got everything done for the day that I said I was going to get done. And then also making sure that anything I didn't complete, I finish or I add on to the next day if that's something that I need to do. Now, Fridays, I try to keep open for running errands, like maybe going to get my nails done or maybe going to make lunch with a friend or maybe go for a longer walk on the beach with a friend, or maybe it's cleaning out some drawers in my house that need to be cleaned out. Like all those kind of little things, I kind of gift myself Fridays to do that, but I still work my one hour income producing activities. And that again is for me, 20 minutes, 10 minutes each in two different Facebook groups, another 20 minutes massaging Facebook. And then another 20 minutes on Instagram, if that's my day to do it. I'm also checking in, obviously, with my team and engaging on different things like that. One big thing for me on the weekends is on Saturday, I will spend like a four-hour block on Saturday morning. So when I get up, I might go for a walk first, but then I come home and I literally sit down, depending on what our family activities are for the day. If I, we got a lot of stuff going on, then I might get up early 
and go for a walk and then work, or I might do my block and then go for a walk with a friend. So I really try to shut down if I can, you know, by 11 a.m. on Saturday. So the rest of the day is just for our family. And then Sunday as well, like we get up, we do church. I actually don't even look at anything Sunday morning if I can until after church. And then I give myself about an hour to follow up, check in, do anything I need to do. And then in Sunday evening, we actually do our team huddles for our team, our new promoter check-in, our team huddles. And so uh, my family kind of knows after I've spent Friday night, all day Saturday, you know, all day Sunday, I don't feel guilty about locking myself in my office and getting stuff done, right? We also have on our calendar, we actually do what we call a family morning and family night on Sundays. So family morning on Sundays means that we wake up in the morning and we wake up like an hour before we need to get ready for church because we go to the later service and we do that calendar planning that I talked about earlier. So we sit down, the boys too, and we go, okay, here's what we have going on this week. And then we put up our family calendar in the kitchen. We, you know, look at our own personal calendars and we figure out like who needs rides, who needs what, then that way that's done. And we don't have to worry about that. They also have to help me with meals. This is something you guys, huge little teenage hack here. And even tweens and younger kids can help you, but they have to pick two meals for the week because I hate figuring out what to cook. So they each pick two things. And then, you know, I might call out to them and say, hey, okay, go in the kitchen, see if I have this, this, and this in the pantry, make sure I have that. And if I don't, they have to add it to the grocery list, okay? And I'll share with you guys, it's free. This weekly planner that I created for my family, it's what works for us. So you'll see for each day, it's, you know, what needs to be done, but there's also what's for dinner. And then on the right-hand side, they can write down all of the things that need to be added to the shopping list for the week. And then we have that there and that's what goes up in the kitchen. So it's easy for people to see. Then Sunday evening, when I get off of my work stuff, that's actually our night that we all four will watch TV together because teenage mamas, you know, like they're going in so many different directions. Like there's just really not that time anymore. So we have a scheduled time for that. So that was, is that what you were looking for, Kelly? I don't know. Yeah. Do any no. details about the work stuff? Or no, I think it's perfect. I think when the, the question was asked was just like, okay, how do you fit it in? What are some real life examples? And those are real life examples. And my example is going to be very different because I am at a little bit of a different stage. And the season that I am living in right now is I have two girls. They're 11 and 13. This is the first year that they have both been committed to travel sports. So our lives do look a little bit different. And I am fitting things in nooks and crannies a little bit more, mainly because I have a lot of windshield time. I'm driving a lot, right? In fact, I added up the carpools at one point and we have 21 carpools a week in our house. And that is two activities. Now, listen, we choose to let our children do this. Okay. So this is not complaining. We are allowing them the opportunity to participate. They just happen to participate in things that aren't like right down the road. So we do have a lot of windshield time, but when I'm looking, Blair and I do things extremely similar as far as how to organize, but our time does look a little bit different because I don't have a child driving yet, but I'll really look at my schedule for the week is like, when are doctor's appointments? When are the scheduled events? When are non-negotiable things? Does my husband traveling for work? Does he have some sort of meeting? Then I actually look at carpools. What am I responsible for driving? You know, for example, today, I know I have to do a pickup for soccer at seven, and then we have a cheer pickup at eight, eight 30. Well, I know it takes 35 minutes to get there. So we time all of those different things out. The next thing after I really look at that and my week is, is my morning routine. And my morning morning routine is pretty 
structured the exact same time, Monday through Friday. If you listened to last week's podcast, you know that I shared, I don't love getting up early in the mornings, but, but I have to. It's really the only way that I can get everything done. So I calculate, you know, exactly I, my body. I need seven hours of sleep. And even some nights I will try to squeeze in eight, but that means I need to be asleep by 10 o'clock at night because my alarm does go off at 5 a.m. And I spend on my calendar, if you were to look at it, that first five to 5.30 is, it just says devotional self-care. And so I have certain things that I do that includes, you know, scripture, it includes journaling, it includes affirmations. This includes, you know, a devotion that I do. And that is time in the word before I spend time in the world. And that's really important to me. Even on the weekends, even if it's a five minute thing, I try to always incorporate that. But during the week, it's usually about 20 to 30 minutes. And it just depends on exactly what I'm reading that morning. And then from 5.30 to 6.30, I am doing specific income producing activities. And those include popping into my team chat and, you know, giving some sort of motivation or something, saying something to the team chat, posting on my Instagram, in my Facebook stories. That is a huge income producing activity for me. So I want to show up present. Why? Because what do people do when they first get their phones? Typically people look at their social media, right? So I want to make sure that I am there. I am present. I'm usually sharing my morning routine with them because it's easy and it's something that I know people follow me for. I also go and look at my memories. I try to get a social media post up during all of these times, answer messages that have maybe come in from whenever I put my phone down before. Now I try to accomplish all of those things before my family gets up in the morning, but once they get up, usually around 6.30, we're in family mode, getting the girls ready for their day, for school. We do our best to sit down at 7.20 and have family time in the morning where we're doing a devotion, talking about our day, and then they're off to school. And then for me, typically on a normal day, like if I'm looking at my week calendar, I'm going to the gym. That is incredibly important for me so I can, and not only for my health, but for my mindset, for my mental space. When we live in a stressful sort of environment, which it's not necessarily my environment, it's the world's environment that we're in, we have to figure out what triggers us to really have that happiness, to have that balance. And for me, it's moving my body. So I will walk my dog. I will go to the gym and do some sort of weightlifting, even if it's 20 minutes. I am showing up for myself because I know that if I do that for myself, when I get into my work blocks, that is going to be super important. So then I will come home. I'll usually do some chores, whether it's switching out laundry, doing something around the house, a shower, and I try my best to plan out every single Monday through Thursday, at least sometimes Monday through Friday, 10 to three that I am working. I am sitting down. I am doing income producing activities. I am working with new team members. I am helping my customers. I am creating content, you know, doing things with Bless Mama Bosses. During that time, I try really, really, really hard to just focus on that. Now, if there's appointments or there's something that comes up, a child is sick, obviously that takes precedence for me and my schedule. One of the other things that I love to do, I got in the habit of doing this by reading, and I don't remember the author, Blair, maybe you will. Seven Habits is, I think it's John Maxwell, maybe Seven Habits of a Highly Successful Person. Even Covey. Stephen Covey. Okay. 
Yes, Stephen Covey. One of the things I really learned when reading that was, you know, one of the habits is to wake up and to know what are the most important things to do. So you're not sitting around wasting time. So I wake up with my top three things. So during that workspace, I'm really trying to make sure I'm getting those done. And to be perfectly transparent, some of them, sometimes they're business and sometimes they're personal things. You know, there's a lot of things that you have to do for kids, right? Signing them up for this, sign up for this, buy this, book this hotel, all the things. I also like to create a to-do list of the things that I would like to get done that day. It keeps me very focused. Oh, like example, we're meeting to record a podcast. Okay, I have seven minutes. Let me look at that list. What can I grab off that list and I can get done in seven minutes? Okay, it can be something small, but it's something. The next thing that I always plan, and this is for those of you who are in carpooling, who are sitting in parking lots at practices, who are driving, who have that downtime, utilize it. I will block off, like I will know there is an example at least once, sometimes twice a week. I am driving to cheer. I am sitting there for two hours. I know what I'm going to get done during that time. A lot of times I'm creating reels. I'm creating, you know, different things. I'm on coaching calls. I'm doing things while I'm sitting in the parking lot. Now, if you're at a sporting event and you actually can engage and network with people, then you should definitely be doing that. You should be getting to know other moms, especially if you are in a business that you can help other people by getting to know them. So that is definitely something that I absolutely will do is I will write on my calendar what I'm doing when I'm sitting in that parking lot. Also, when I am driving back from a carpool, maybe I've dropped off the kids and I'm driving home now and I have a 20 minute or a 30 minute drive. What book am I listening to? I always have an audible book. I'm always listening to a podcast. I subscribe to certain podcasts and I put them in. Sometimes I do like to listen to music, but most of the time I challenge myself to learn because I'm in the car. I can really comprehend it and I will absolutely do those things. So that's just sort of how my normal weekly schedule goes. I really try very hard to stay pretty consistent. I try to have all of like Blair does on her Fridays. I usually choose a Thursday or a Friday and I try to lump, you know, things that I need to do that are outside of the home. I will tell you one of the biggest distractions that has happened to me when I came from pharmaceuticals to working from home is, oh my gosh, you can have lunch anytime you want with any of your friends. You can go do this. You can go do that. I had to really create a structure that I show up and I show up in my best self, which means, yes, I do put on normal clothes. Sometimes they're casual, relaxing clothes, but I like to even put on earrings. I may not put on makeup, but I like to show up so I feel good because I know when I am feeling good, I am showing up to do my best with whatever it is that I'm doing right then. So I'm going to switch over and just share really quickly about a breakdown of summer because you guys are listening to this and you're probably in that transition of, you know, school time and summertime. And just really quickly, how I will break down my summer is I will look at what is on our list of things to do. If you listen to episode 128 of the podcast, you, you heard us give some great ideas about summer and bucket list and what to do. And so whatever it is, when I'm planning out my schedule that day, I say, oh, we're going to go do this at one o'clock. Okay, great. Well, I know I need to work for four hours that day. So what do I need to do? That means I need to get up at 7 a.m. and I need to work from 7 to 11. I need to move my body at 11 to 12. And then at 12 o'clock, I can shower and I can be ready to go do whatever fun activity we have planned to do that day. And so I will specifically break things down 
day by day. And sometimes that means I may be working at night. Sometimes that means I may be working at a theme park. I may be taking some things done, but I know exactly the amount of hours that I would like to work to put into my business during the summer. And so I break that out. If it's, hey, I'm going to be working for 15 hours or 20 hours, I know exactly where that needs to fit. Maybe one day it's eight hours and the next day it's one. Whatever that is, whatever flexibility you have, break it down for the summer. So Blair, what, how does your summer differ from like your everyday, you know, schedule during the school year? Yeah. So I love that. And we did talk about this literally last week, but I do the exact same thing that Kelly does, which is I have that set time in the morning that the kids know. Now, if there's an activity where we need to be gone all day, what, you know, then I alter it, but they pretty much know that like from seven to 11, I'm either going to be working in my office. And then again, if you guys have ever followed us, especially during the COVID time, we were showing you guys some great tips about how we keep our kids out of our office. As long as they're starting to be like, you know, a little older, we use a red, yellow, green lights in our house. And so I literally just have a piece of paper that's printed off and my kids can read now. So mine have words on it, but you can literally just print it off and it's here inside of our free community, Bless Mama Bosses. You can go to blessmombossesgroup.com go to the guide that says free resources and you can grab it there. We actually created one for you that you can use, but I put red on the door. They know that means I'm recording. Like don't come in at all. If it's yellow, it means you can come in, but I might be in the middle of a conversation. You need to wait until I'm done. And green means come on in. Mommy's just working on things that it's okay if you come in. So that helps in my house, even with teenagers, because if they get up at 10 a.m. in the morning, they're like, oh, what's for breakfast? I'm going to see what mom's doing. And they come in and bother me, then it slows me down, right? So it gives them that opportunity to know. And then also one of the things that I switch up in the summer is I will actually end up working out later in the afternoon in the summer because I get those income producing activities done first thing in the morning so that I can be more flexible with the kids schedules because maybe they're like, Hey mom, we're going to, you know, this paintball park today and Susie was supposed to drive and she can't now. Can you take us? Okay. Yeah, I can drive you guys and I'll work on this in the car or I'll go for a walk while you guys are at the paintball place, you know, things like that. So I'm very flexible in the summer, but I make sure that I know what nights I have work things and get that first chunk done first thing in the morning. That is so, so helpful for us. And again, we're still doing our Sunday planning, even in the summer. And then when we're traveling, I still work. So, you know, I might say like, it might take one or two days and really just completely relax. But then I might say, hey, on Wednesday, I'm going to work in the morning during this time block, right? And I will tell you, even for my marriage, it has helped when we're very honest and open about when we're planning to work or asking each other, what are the good times for us to work? Because otherwise you're getting frustrated. Like, think about this. You're at the lake, you're ready to go out on the boat, and one of you is on your computer working. Like, that's so annoying, isn't it? But if you had just had the conversation ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to have to work this morning from 8 to 11, so go do whatever you want. Awesome. I'll go out on the paddleboard. I'll go do my own thing, right? Or I'll go work at the exact same time that you're working if, if the kids don't need us. So just having those open conversations, I really want to encourage you to do as well, because it's a really important part of 
not having a stressful summer and still getting to your business. Because if you just take off or barely work your business in the summer, it is going to be like riding uphill in the fall. Yeah, you might still have your customers. Yeah, you might still have your team, but guess what? They follow the leader. So if you're not doing anything all summer, they're not doing anything all summer. And then you're all trying to pedal uphill at the same time in the fall. And it's really hard. So make sure that you're still, you know, popping in and share with your team, share with them this podcast, share with them what you're doing. How are you fitting things in this summer? That's really important too. So I hope this was helpful for you guys and that you guys got a lot out of this. Make sure you come and hang out in our community. Bless my bosses group.com. Join us in there. And summertime's also a great time to grow and learn. This is usually always a time that either I attend a conference or I purchase a course. I'm constantly growing and learning. So if you guys are looking for something like that, you might want to check out networkmarketingaccelerate.com and check out our big course. This takes you from starting your business to having a team of thousands and how to continue to grow, learn, schedules, strategies, skills, all that stuff. So go check it out. And we're so thankful that you joined us today. Share your tips and ideas inside of our free community or tag us on Instagram at blessmybosses underscore. Have a great day. Make it a great day for others. You are not alone. We hear from you all the time that you want to scale your network marketing business. Well, guess what? Yes, we have a solution for you. Grab the Network Marketing Accelerator course and take your profitable business to your dream business, everything you dreamed of. This course has everything you need to scale your business online. Let's go have some fun and make some money. You can grab the course at blessedmamabossescourses.com. We'll see you inside.